Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 57. <laughs> hey, this time we're touring the brand new attraction at Area 15 in Las Vegas. Now, you may want to hit this place up on your next visit, or even if you're a local, it is really wild. And more resort casinos are set to open back up for business 24-7. Plus, shows are set to return in Vegas as well. And a Scottish brewery has big plans for a rooftop on the Strip. Plus, more updates on our sports teams and when we might be able to watch all that action in person. Oh, can't wait. It's all coming up on Vegas Revealed. Welcome to Vegas Revealed. We are excited to be back with more positive news. If you love Las Vegas, I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister. I know it's starting to feel like Vegas is Vegas again, Dana. It really does feel that way. There's so many announcements coming out and you can feel the energy of things starting to return a little bit and let's hope we keep it safe and we're looking forward to entertainment returning. We got a whole list from MGM Resorts International about all their shows coming back. You know, the ones that are going to return for now like David Copperfield and Brad Garrett's Comedy Club and Carrot Top and Fantasy at the Luxor, the Australian Bee Gees, Thunder from Down Under, Terry Fader is going to do a limited engagement. So it's exciting news. And that's just the tip of the iceberg with the news that's coming from MGM Resorts, because you may have heard us talk about this in past episodes of Vegas Revealed, that some of... MGM Resorts properties, uh, namely Park MGM, Mandalay Bay, and the Mirage, were operating on limited hours during the week. They they were not accepting hotel reservations during the week, only on weekends. Well, that all changes starting on March 3rd. That is when they go back to operation at all of their properties, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it's exciting Mm -hmm. that there's that much demand and that much more interest in people being more comfortable with travel and especially travel here to Las Vegas. Exactly. And, you know, our percentages go up to 50% occupancy on March 15th, which is also perfect timing for March Madness, which is the, you know, the final four, leading to the final four basketball, college basketball, and then the finals, which always brings so many people in, not just for one weekend, but spread out through March and the first weekend in April, too, I think. Yeah, and I I mean, March Madness brings, throughout the, the whole NCAA tournament, Las Vegas usually sees a million plus visitors come to town. So this is one of the biggest uh, times for visitors to come here to Las Vegas. Of course, sports a a big attraction. We're happy they're back. And, and, you know, 24-7 is what we are, right? (laughs) That's what Vegas was built on. We're supposed to be. Exactly. (laughs) So we love that. Another show coming back is MJ Live. By the way, if you visit the Stratosphere, MJ Live is a great show. They're going to return on March 18th as well. They came back when we had that moment of we could have shows for a hot second. And then they had to close again or just, you know, made the decision to close again. So MJ Live will be coming back to the Stratosphere as well. And on the sports front, Dana, this is exciting too because we've been watching the Vegas Golden Knights and we've all had to watch uh, on our TVs, watch at home as they take to the ice. They've had a pretty good season so far. Um, But finally, it seems like we may be able to get back inside T-Mobile Arena and see our, our, you know, Vegas-born team 
play in person again. The Vegas Golden Knights have uh, said that they are submitting a plan to the Southern Nevada Health District to allow for 20% occupancy during their games. That would be great, right? That's a, I think that's a decent, safe amount for an arena that size. For folks to spread out. Oh my God! Well, T-Mobile Arena holds it's huge seventeen thousand plus seventeen thousand five hundred guests mm-hmm. inside. This plan would allow for three thousand five hundred people inside, which is still a great crowd to watch a game with. Mm-hmm. It really is, and, and it's still plenty of room. Exactly, and I think like with some of these. You know, there's the hardcore VIPs that really invest in the team, and I think they they all deserve to be there. You know, they oh yeah, it, it gives them an opportunity, you know, to maybe first come, first serve, and then and then what they have left. I don't know, but it it, it would be great. And listen, I'm hoping by fall that we can get inside Allegiant Stadium too. So for the first time, for the first time, yeah, we've never even really been able to see that, right? You know, so, so the Golden Knights they've submitted their proposal to have fans that needs to be cleared by the Southern Nevada Health District and Nevada Health Response, which is a division of the um, Department of Health. Regardless, we are back on track to have large-scale public gatherings happening again, and that's what Vegas is built on. That's right. You know, it was some funny, Sean, I was laughing. After I was looking at the reopening plan, I noticed a little note at the bottom, and I was like, what is this in the fine print? And it said, businesses that will remain closed through at least May 1st include adult entertainment, day clubs, nightclubs, brothels, and karaoke. Well... All the fun is out. <laughs> Man. However, day clubs and nightclubs have found uh, some loophole. loopholes yes. in order to operate. They're kind of operating as lounges mm-hmm. and not as nightlife venues. And I think some adult entertainment has found ways around that, well, too. The, the loophole for adult entertainment is called pasties. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Google it if you want to Yeah, know more about that. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, Something exciting possibly coming to the Strip for everyone that loves a good brewery and and, and loves a good rooftop, which I I think we need more rooftop things in Las Vegas on the Strip. I always say that. There's not enough. But um, this Scottish brewery, apparently, and pub plans to open this rooftop bar on the Strip. And it's not only going to be just a bar, but apparently they're also planning this urban forest, this rooftop garden, a beer museum. And a pool up there, too. And a pool. What? And so, uh, you know, we saw this in Eater, Las Vegas, and then we noticed that they linked over to one of the, I guess, owners of it, you know, Twitter, where he says, yeah, I'm super excited. You know, we were going to open this whole space, and he was standing on the roof. So it's going to be right on top of that showcase mall, which is right around MGM, right? MGM Grand. It's it's between MGM and Planet Hollywood. Right. Yeah. In that stretch of real estate. Which is great. going to be a great view. Oh, it'll be an incredible view. Yeah. Absolutely. New York, New York, kind of right across mm-hmm. the right across the way, but that's a that'll be a good section of uh the strip to have an attraction like this take place because right now uh, there's a movie theater in there. Mm-hmm. Um but there's also like a a big Marshalls. It's it's a lot of retail Ross stuff in stuff, there yeah. right now. So having something like this having a restaurant 
um, restaurant beer garden beer museum would be a great place. <laughs> yeah, he seems excited about it. He was standing in the location in his video. His name's uh, James Watt. He's at Brew Dog James. If you're interested in learning more, check it out. And uh, he's- and you said this is Scottish, right? Scottish and he speak and he's got a little Scottish accent when he's doing it as well. I have I am not good at the Scottish accent, but if you want to listen to him. So if it's Scottish and it's on the <laughs> rooftop, is there like a, a chance that people down below are going to be looking up the kilts? <laughs> it could be, <laughs> especially if they have, you know, glass floors. <laughs> Let's make sure we don't do that. <laughs> but well, it is Vegas. You can you can get in there and suggest the the design options as they they build that, I Dana. Know. Oh, my gosh. Hey, and I'm just scrolling through here and something. Did you see that Lucky Penny is coming to Red Rock and Green Valley? Remember the Lucky Penny opened at the Palms, which hasn't reopened yet? And it was their oh, cafe. The cafe. Yes. yes. So apparently they're changing the name. So the Grand Cafe locations at Red Rock and Green Valley are going to change names now to Lucky Penny Cafe. So I'm assuming a lot of their menu items and stuff will be the same. But that was good over at the Palms. And they're all open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I love that. And those cafes are really good. Mm-hmm, they they, are. they have menus that are like, if you go to a Cheesecake Factory, right. it's like a never-ending menu. It and is. it's anything that you could possibly imagine. These cafes uh, really are great. We go to the one at uh, Green Valley Ranch every yeah. now and then. So, I mean, look, we're only a few minutes into this episode, and already we have like half a dozen things that are either reopening brand new things that are opening or new concepts that are coming to Las Vegas. So that's all really exciting. And in addition to all of that, there's also a new attraction that just opened up uh, right off of the strip, Dana, and we uh, set our eyes on it for the first time. We sure did. And, you know, we have a place called Area 15 here. If you haven't been to Las Vegas in a while, you probably haven't visited Area 15 just yet. But they opened, you know, at the beginning or right kind of a little bit after the pandemic hit and they've been slowly rolling out and opening different kinds of installations it's a big retail area it's got restaurants it has roller skating now it's got art and neon lights and installation and music everything you didn't realize you wanted to do all in one place yeah it is it's a it's a very unique spot and i don't know of um well there certainly isn't any other spot in las vegas Mm -mm. like it that's for sure no Um, but as part of this there is a a new installation a new area inside of area 15 and it's called omega mart Yes. Now, this is created by a company called Meow Wolf, which has and creates these immersive experiences, and it transports audiences of all ages into this whole different world, this whole story, this whole exploration fantasy. And they have one in Santa Fe, and now they've moved and uh, opened one here in Las Vegas. Then they're going to move on to Denver. But we got a preview before it opened. It's open now. And this Omega Mart is like this, I don't want to say, well, it's a fake supermarket, but it's it's it like a fantasy like, supermarket. Yes, it feels <laughs> like you're stepping into a supermarket. But this supermarket has things like whale song deodorant, and it has uh, nut-free salted peanuts. Right. To give you an idea of the types of things. Camel soup. Not Campbell's. Camel's soup. (laughs) 
<laughs> what is butter is what the butter package is called. Yeah. So, you know, there are all these products that have, you know, social commentary linked mm-hmm. to them and obviously a, a big artistic expression as well. And that's what you'll find inside Omega Mart, but it's even more than that. Yeah, because there's this whole world on the other side, too, which helps this place function. So it's difficult to explain. So we've got two interviews that we want to share because we had to ask, okay, what was the vision here? And Sean and I were able to talk with Emily Montoya, and she is the Meow Wolf co-founder and also the creative director of Omega Mart. Sean and I are here at Omega Mart. We're super excited to be here. It is very unique, wouldn't you say? Uh, I would say so. I think it's one of the most unique marts that I've been in. <laughs> and Emily, you this is your brainchild, essentially, right? Well, I am one of many people who worked on this show. We had over 325 artists working on this. Um, but I'm the creative director of Omega Mart, the grocery store, and all the products and stuff. Yeah. So it's so unique. How do you explain it to people? What do you say? Well, I tell them that Omega Mart is America's most exceptional grocery store featuring organically recommended and nationally localized products. They are a subsidiary of a cyber spiritual family owned mega corporation called Dramcorp. Dramcorp is trying to revolutionize the supply chain by opening up portals Within Omega Mart, you can discover many portals that will then lead you into other worlds. And it's so <laughs> fun to look at. Sean was just asking you on the side. He was saying, do you have dreams about this place? Yeah, like <laughs> does putting an installation like this together give you weird dreams? Oh, absolutely. Actually, I dream about product ideas all the time. Like one of the, one of the dreams I had was for, I was just walking around and I found this box of like a freezer food and it was frozen avocado flavored french fries called shrubs and I woke up and I was like I've got to design this (laughs) straight from the subconscious I love that and do you have a favorite product or products well one of my favorites is a whale song deodorant Um, that's near and dear to my heart that also came from a dream actually (laughs) and then uh, also I really like um, who told you this was butter? It's a home freshening spray that is butter scented. Oh my gosh, wow. And, and for people who haven't been here to Omega Mart yet, explain the types of products that they'll find on the shelves. You'll find just about everything you'd see in a typical grocery store. We have health and beauty items, shampoos, we have supplements that are actually just breath mints. Um, We have stash cans, um, we have cereals, we will have pretty much all the staples that you need for your daily life. (laughs) Well, listen, this truly is unique art, and we're going to continue our tour. Thank you, Emily, for joining us. We love your take on this, and congratulations. Thank you. Welcome to Vegas. (laughs) Yes, thank you. See you in the future. So everything that we talked about with Emily is kind of the the front of house portion of this experience with the the Omega Mart, the grocery store itself. But when you go through these portals that take you back behind the scenes into like this fantasy <laughs> factory land. Yeah. And that's where we ran into Corvus Brinkerhoff, who is also one of the creative minds and co-founders of Meow Wolf to talk about 
this other bizarre land. Yeah, it's really cool, though. All right, so, uh, Corvus, we're standing here in um, kind of a cavernous space. Explain this. Yeah, so we're in an area of the exhibition that's called the Projected Desert, and it's basically uh, modeled after a high desert box canyon. So very tall rock walls, and then we're projection mapping onto those rocks and uh, using those projections to create this 20-minute looping video sequence that kind of takes people through this sort of otherworldly, out-of-body kind of journey. You know, with your title being the founder, do people say to you, dude, how did you come up with this idea? <laughs> they do say that, and also I'm one of six founders. I'm, I'm, not, the, I'm not the founder. Well, that's good to know that there's at least six minds involved in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there's a whole lot more than that. I mean, we've worked with hundreds of artists just on this show alone, and the 13 years that Meow Wolf has been around, we've collaborated with thousands and thousands of, of artists. So, yeah, this is our whole kind of process is all about collaborating with artists and helping like amplify their sort of innate genius and brilliance and how do we how do we support them in creating the things that that they really feel most motivated to create we know that when artists do that that that's when they create their best work and that's what people are going to respond to Um, so it's for anybody to ever take credit for anything we do is completely false like this is a huge group effort it's all about collaboration and giving space to each individual artist that we work with to really do what they do best. I mean, it's fantastic. So how did you land on Vegas for this installation? Yeah, so we had done work in Vegas uh, at the Life is Beautiful Festival, and we found that there was just a really rich and vibrant community of super talented people here, tons of artists. Obviously, there's a huge community of performers here. There's so many brilliant people and so when we were looking at what's next after Santa Fe, um, you know, Vegas came up on, on the list really quickly. For us, it's super, super important that when we go into a new community, that we connect with the local community of artists and that this is, is for them and that, that, that this becomes a touch point in that community and something that is, that is relevant to the people that live here. I think about what it would feel like for someone to come into my hometown in Santa Fe like we're going to build this crazy art installation. It's going to be like the coolest thing ever and like none of you are invited to be part of it. Like that's so that that's so wrong. So for us it's so important to connect and really give these people that are already here an opportunity to have their work be seen by more people. Um, yeah, we're we're just super grateful to have connected with so many amazing artists here. You know, and we have listeners from Germany, UK, Australia, and of course, you know, we're here now and we're seeing what this is about. People can look at videos, they can look at pictures, but how do we explain to them exactly what it is in your words? Because, you know, you're one of the people behind it. So I love yeah. to hear how you describe it to people. The, the, the best thing people say about, and this is a total cop out, I'm sorry, but the best thing that people say about Meow Wolf is like, I can't explain it. You just have to go see it for yourself. <laughs> it's like, the, it, even in photographs and videos, like it just doesn't convey because it's so immersive. There's so many different environments and they're so surprising and they use light and sound and sculpture and and paint and in such unique ways just from room to room that it cre- it combines to create this like this uh, what i think is just this really activating experience that really helps people connect with a kind of inner childlike um sense of wonder and possibility and imagination and, and since this is you know an art installation at its core it, is it something that's going to be 
evolving? Will there be new artists coming in and and adding to this attraction slash installation? Absolutely, yeah. So one of the things that we have been doing, you know, the show in Santa Fe, House of Eternal Return, has been open for almost five years now. Every year we close it, we make changes, we upgrade it. Um, we've we've evolved the narrative experience hugely with that show, and that's something that we're going to keep doing with all of our exhibitions. Um, we'll continue to refine and upgrade. This show in particular has been designed with the intention to bring more and more projects online over time. So we actually have a pretty significant amount of space that's currently sort of on standby to bring in new artists and to continue to upgrade and expand the experience. Listen, thank you so much and congratulations. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. So really, Omega Mart is something that you really do have to experience for yourself to to really, truly get a grasp of what it is. I don't think all the explaining in the world can no. really convey that. Yeah, it can't. And even the, the pictures and videos we took, even though they look great, it's still even hard to convey it through that. And it, how they piece together. Yeah, it doesn't do it justice. Exactly. So we shared some video on our social channel, so make sure you check it out. It'll give you a little bit of a preview kind of of what you can expect. But when you get there, it's even going to be uh, just a whole new world. I, I decided to dare the slide. And Sean, I know you got video of that too, and we'll put that in there. Yeah, and I could hear you coming down the slide <laughs> all the way as you spiraled down. Yeah, I was like, I didn't, and the funny thing is, is because it was on the second level, and obviously you kind of slide down to the first level, but I didn't know how long and how many times I was going to loop. So it's that, anticip- you, like you don't know where it's going, and it, I don't know. It was fun, something different. <laughs> well, it shot you out at the bottom. It sure did. You were a little disoriented. <laughs> I was. I was like, I don't know where I'm going, what's going on. But it's a cool place. <laughs> Lots of great colors and lights. And listen, if you love art, you got to go. I know that we were with some folks that were just, you know, completely amazed at how this was all put together. I mean, it's a feast for the senses. It is. I think is as simple as you can put it. Yeah. It's now open, by the way, and there are discounts for Nevada residents. It's a little bit less expensive for children, and so check out all the deals they have going on. But again, it is meowwolf.com is where you can go to kind of get the lay of the land. And then, like we said, there's one in Santa Fe and now in Vegas. Stick around. Our tips are next. As always, we want to thank you for listening to us here on Vegas Revealed. And there are more ways than ever for you to listen. And that now includes all of our episodes being uploaded to our Vegas Revealed YouTube channel. So if you're ever on the go or you want to play it on your TV, go ahead and dial us up at Vegas Revealed on YouTube and uh, play our episodes there. Also, Vegas-Revealed.com. We have also been really appreciating your reviews. So if you can go to us on Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review, a positive one if you like the show, we would really appreciate it. It helps people discover us, and it is so important. So thanks again for listening, everyone. Welcome back. It's time for Dana and Sean's tips. And today we are talking baseball. I mean, listen... We all had it pretty bad last year, right? But I feel like baseball really got the raw end of the deal because it was like all about to kick up and then and then boom, they couldn't have baseball season. And especially when we talk about baseball for Las Vegas, we have a minor league team and they had just kicked off a brand new stadium that we were all enjoying. Yeah, the Las Vegas Aviators, they play out at the Las Vegas Ballpark, which is in downtown Summerlin out on the west side 
of the Las Vegas Valley. It's a beautiful place. It is. And it was voted like number one ballpark in America, I think. They won the year before. Because they opened, they had the season. Yep. Then the second season was supposed to be, you know, during the pandemic, which couldn't happen. But just before that, in one year, they were voted best ballpark. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. But we did just get news that the Las Vegas Aviators are going to kick up their minor league season starting on uh, April 8th. The first pitch goes out. That's going to be an away game. But the first, uh, the home opener is on April 15th at the Las Vegas ballpark. Tax day. Oh, it is tax day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I don't know if it is. the tax day normal this year. I don't even know. Last year, I know it was pushed. But anyway, tax day. <laughs> it's around tax time. So a good reason to go to the ballpark and have a couple beers. I know. But listen, you and I were saying, I mean, it's a great facility. It's outdoors. It's safe. And we're excited for baseball to return. Because I remember how disappointed the staff was there when they found out they couldn't have games. I know. In that brand new baseball field and when you we just drove by it recently on our way to red rock for an event and we were like it is such a nice stadium it's gorgeous in the outfield there's a pool that yeah. overlooks the outfield like you can have full-on you can rent out the pool deck and have like a bunch of your friends out there throw a, a pool party and watch a baseball game. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. And and the, and the variety of food they have there. and it just, You can get a whole helmet full of nachos. Oh, I love nachos and helmets. It's so <laughs> delish because it's the whole part of it. But it's like gourmet stadium food. Yep. They even have like frozen rosé from Giada De Laurentiis. Mm, it's so good. And there's other like big yeah. name chefs that have contributed to the menu there. I know. I mean, listen, it's an event and we recommend if you're a local or if you're a visitor to check it out and, you know, let's welcome them back. We don't know about audience participation yet, right? We we don't know. We don't have any numbers uh, as far as fans in the stadium, yeah. but... Since we're looking at, you know, mid-April, by that time, um, you know, the Golden Knights might be able to have people mm-hmm. back inside T-Mobile Arena. So for an out for an open-air outdoor stadium, there's a much higher likelihood that they'll be able to get some fans back in those stands again. Yeah, we hope so. It's a great facility. And we keep wanting to call it the 51s because they changed their name recently as well when they opened the new stadium. Did I call them that? No. I'm just saying we keep wanting to call them that. It's so hard to say the aviators, but it's the aviators. (laughs) Now I have all my aviators gear upstairs. Mm -hmm, I do too. I've got 51s and aviators. So the classic. You could go retro. I know. And speaking of retro, I was just thinking, you know, don't forget, Donny Osmond is coming back to the Strip with a solo show at Harrah's, and that kicks off on August 31st, but even though his show isn't opening anytime soon, you got to get those tickets now. Yeah, and the same goes for another show on the Strip, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Live, that features a lot of well-known drag queens that have been seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. That is... Apparently, we've gotten no official word, no. but apparently returning to the stage over at the Flamingo because I just looked on the ticketing website for uh, the Flamingo and it showed that there are shows, performances 
um, starting up again in August. At okay. least you can buy tickets. Great. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and I think it's it's hard. Some some people don't make the big big announcement because everything is in such limbo. But they know like, hey, it's there, and if people see it and they're coming to the hotel and they want to buy tickets, we want to give them that opportunity to do that. So listen, I hope they will be back. That's a show that kicked off and really didn't have a long time to stay put. Yeah, and it was contracted to be in the showroom over at Flamingo through September 2021. So if they can pick back up in August and get back on stage, that would be great. Yeah, that really would be great. All right, that is Vegas Revealed this week. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead as we start to move toward March. We also hope you all had a wonderful Valentine's Day, and we'll see you next time, or we'll hear you, or you'll hear us next time. How about that? Baby, let's go tonight. Let's go tonight. Let's go to Vegas. We'll stay up all night.